0: Your source for all things related to the CW's Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Morgan Glennon. And this is our 200th episode! Very exciting. We've reached a huge milestone. We lasted to another 100 episodes, Morgan. We've done it! We did it! (laughs) Congratulations! Uh, that's a big, big deal. So uh, it, it's very interesting. During the last 100 episodes, episodes 101 through 199, uh, we did a lot of things. We interviewed uh, Kelly, Carly Nicanon. We sure did. The actual Kelly. R.I.P. Kelly. R.I.P. Kelly. Never forget. <laughs> we, we got to talk to Kelly about her time on the show. That was very exciting. We also interviewed a filmmaker, Brett Culp which was a great episode. Definitely go watch his films. uh, Look to the Sky, um, Legends of the Night. Check those out. Also uh, watch them with Tissues Nearby. Very moving uh, films. Uh, We also talked to author Joe Whittemore about her uh, tie-in novel to the show. That was also very exciting. So we've gotten to interview a lot of cool people in the last uh, 100 episodes uh w- what's very exciting about this the specifically the supergirl radio aspects of the last 100 episodes uh you would be surprised because it feels like snap judgments has been around forever it does doesn't it but it really only has been around since the last 100 episodes between 101 through 199 so snap judgments is still a little bit of a baby oh my goodness snap judgments it's only a hundred episodes old. <laughs> only a hundred. Uh, so uh, snap judgments came in the last 100 episodes. Uh, of course, we also introduced Lena Luther boardroom or ballroom, <laughs> which is a, a huge hit. I think uh, most people have taken to that segment. That's the brainchild of Morgan Glennon. So uh, thank you for contributing that to the podcast. My proudest moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, great segment. Uh, we've had a ton of guests. So many of our podcasting friends have come on to share their uh, knowledge about the show and about comics and. Uh, so that's been really fun to interact with everybody. And uh, th- the only thing, though, is in the last 100 episodes, sadly, uh, Carly Lane, one of our co-hosts, had to step away from the podcast because she started a lot of new chapters in her life. So uh, so we we do miss her on the podcast. Uh, we, we've been missing her voice. Uh, but if you miss her like we do and want to revisit all of Supergirl Radio's best moments from the last 100 episodes... We've put together some of our favorite clips in a big montage for you to enjoy. And now,
1: Lena Luther, boardroom or ballroom? Why not, like, report that? Instead, she's like, no, I'm super drunk. I've got a <laughs> leather jacket and a gun. I'm feeling bad. Like she like she like I'm going to put on my moderately evil makeup and I'm going out on the town time to threaten someone. And I was like, "Oh girl, girl, just go back to sleep on the couch. No one wants this for you." I had so many questions about her outfit this. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous, but Yeah, but like for sure. Also, what are you doing? You, you're going to, like, what, you're going to lead the staff meeting in that? <laughs> I can see all of your clavicles. It was, just, it was just such a strange... It, like, she looked like she should be at Fashion Week, like, sipping, like, a very small coffee. But, like, not not at the the office, like, dealing with paperwork. It was very very weird and every time she walked in I was like oh she's still wearing that okay, okay.
0: <laughs> maybe she could get away with that at El Corp yeah that's true I mean she's making the rules
1: at L Corp it's got her her name on it so <laughs> she's like every day Is formal fashion week. (laughs) Only wear your greatest of your best couture. (laughs) We just need to have like a, um, a Lena outfit corner in every episode where we just discuss what strange outfit she's wearing. They're always really great outfits but they're very, very rarely worn in the right
0: setting. <laughs> <laughs> we will think about uh, adding uh, a portion of the podcast just dedicated to <laughs> Lena Luther's wardrobe. I think I tweeted something. I think I tweeted something last night that was like we could call it like Lena Luther boardroom or ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ruby's all by herself at this ice skating rink. Thankfully, she could call Lena, and Lena and all of her, uh, her furry-coated... Uh, Glory came to that, which I guess is fitting for an ice skating rink. It probably helped because it's cold in there.
1: I was about to say, Lena Lena really does dress for any situation that you could possibly throw her in. She's ready to go to the quarterly meeting. She's ready to go to the ice skating rink. You can throw her anywhere. She's always prepared. (laughs) She's like, hold on. I've got a scarf, mittens, a hat. (laughs) Oh, my God. So when she turned around in that scene and i saw what she was wearing that giant furry coat for no reason <laughs> i think i i think i laughed so hard that like i might have been like ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> I might have screamed a little bit. She looked like Corella Deville. Like she just the, the bright red lipstick and the giant furry collar that's just literally trying to overtake her whole face. Like that's that's you show up to your movie premiere in 1945 in that coat. The fact that she wore it to work <laughs> to you know to just do the expense reports <laughs> made me happy.
0: <laughs> so we have our weird Lena Luther outfit of the episode. I hope as the
1: Season progresses, they just get weirder. That's what I really want from from this show. It's just like by the end of the season, she's just like literally in a full length ball gown with gloves on, and it, they're just like at a picnic. They're at the company <laughs> picnic. <laughs> Rebecca, can I just say that when she turned around in the office, I think I actually screamed, like, out loud. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) I was like, you have got to be It felt like, it felt purposeful, that last one. (laughs) I was like, okay, this isn't just a weird wardrobing choice anymore. Like, you're making a serious decision. (laughs) I know that when I'm in a lab, I think, not a lab coat. I don't want that. I want, like, a, a nice, a nice maybe, maybe a nice cocktail dress. I, I definitely want a floral, a floral, a nice soft floral. <laughs> really brings out the science in my eyes. Wouldn't it be great if, like, the camera panned over to Sam in, like, the bed, and instead of, like, being in a hospital gown, she was, like, in a full-length, like, ball gown, like a poofy ball gown. <laughs> still, still asleep with, like, an IV in, but just in a, a ball gown. <laughs> While you're under my roof.
0: You wear the clothes. <laughs> I put you I put you in
1: Lena Luther, one of the greats. But maybe you want some backup when you have like a homicidal alien in your midst who like has beaten the crap out of Supergirl. <laughs>
0: yeah, you could maybe tell
1: somebody something, yeah, like don't 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 be afraid to let someone else in, Lena. <laughs> you don't have to carry the world on your shoulders. <laughs> I mean, her shoulders were covered, so I think that's how I knew she meant
0: business.
1: (laughs) I was a little disappointed. I kind of wanted her to go in that rainforest and, like, we pan over and it's, like, Alex and her, like, sensible thing and Supergirl in her outfit. And then it, like, pans all the way over and, like, Lena is, like, dressed for the club.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was disappointed that she wasn't wearing any D.E.O.
1: sweats. And I feel like she really committed to, like... I'm I'm working, I'm gonna wear my hair in a sensible braid. How <laughs> long does that take normally? It seems like that, I mean, I
0: guess some people can do it really quickly. I
1: wanna know if we missed a scene where somebody braids her <laughs> hair. <laughs> like, and could that person have also been Win? It's canon that Lena has been sleeping in her office and yet somehow she managed that hairdo. I think that she just calls like she just has a hair person on speed dial. And she was just like, I want a very elaborate hairdo. I might have to murder my best friend today.
0: <laughs> and she was still there um, in that lab working on, you know, I guess, kryptonite radiation uh, in her nice dress and and heels, uh, so no lab coats. Hey, hold on.
2: How did you know she had heels?
0: I'm pretty sure I saw her.
2: Are you this way You're looking in- at on her feet now. I want to say there
0: was, like, a wide shot.
2: Girl, girl, I'm listen. I'm like, at, looking listen. at her
0: I, shoes.
1: I just, I think I remember a oh, oh, wide I, shot. I, I the- Lena's going to be wearing heels. <laughs> it doesn't matter how <laughs> impractical it is. I'm surprised her shoulders were in. I could tell that she was, like, really going to get some science done. She was, like, really going to get into it and, and get some stuff accomplished because those shoulders <laughs> were out. <laughs> <laughs> I love her outfits. They're amazing. Uh, and as we all know, the more impractical they are for whatever situation she's in, the more I like them. <laughs> uh, like, please give me Lena Luthor in like a full length, like Miss Haversham, like wedding dress, like to go to like a child's like birthday party. <laughs> uh, this is all I want.
2: If we talk to Katie McGrath at Comic Con this summer, I bet one of your questions is going to be like, talk to me about your wardrobe <laughs> release character. While- <laughs> all of
1: my questions are going to be about
2: <laughs> 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 And then oh. the whole roundtable becomes about that, and it becomes the best interview in the century.
1: Um, so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena yeah. Luther, boardroom or ballroom, because. Really? Outfits, because it's so amazing, but often so inappropriate for the setting she's Don't. in. <laughs> guys,
3: I'm like, why am I wearing something off the shelf? I had a whole day with this taskbar, but I'm like, dude, we're. we're so why are up right now? <laughs> Why are we wearing open-toed shoes? <laughs> and, like, <the> <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you on
1: that one. <laughs> I'm I, I, beyond beige. She looks pretty. <laughs> What's been your favorite of her outfits? <laughs> um, one of my favorite of her outfits the
4: gala outfit where she was the off-the-shoulder black thing with the every girl is going <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah the off-the-shoulder black was really I liked I felt very good in that I
3: the thing is I do love Nina's outfits and I love them they're great when they're in the boardroom but then I'm like why am I in a lab wearing this I mean I know it looks good but also things are exploding and i
1: <laughs> oh Safety-wise. Safety. Not great. <laughs> no. But it looks good. And also guys. She flies. It's like minus two outside when she's in a mini skirt. Let's just not question
0: why to do. What And this has been Lena Luther, <laughs> boardroom or ballroom. James is in his office at CatCo, which used to be Cat Grant's office. And Does and he live there? I, I, is that where he's living now? I don't know, but he had like a tank top on. And I was like, that doesn't look like I feel office. like we're
1: going to find out that he's been sleeping under his desk, like George Costanza <laughs> in that episode of Seinfeld.
0: Maybe they're more, you know, relaxed now. <laughs> Casual Friday nights. There is a couch in that office, isn't there?
1: We see, like, Car and Monel like, watching movies. We see Alex and Maggie, like, asleep on the couch, all curled up. And then it goes over to James, just in his office. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like this was happening at night. Yeah, it was definitely happening at night. They were like full-scale, Alex and Maggie were
0: full-scale asleep. I mean, maybe they were taking a nap during the day. I mean, yeah, we, don't, we, we don't know like what that was. Nice, like,
1: like a sweet day nap or something, but... I <laughs> had
0: <a good> <laughs> But if James is at Catco at night, wearing his tank top, I don't know what he's doing. I, I was laughing, Morgan, when I was watching the episode because Cat walks in and she's like... You know, this smells like a a West Hollywood gym in here. Why are there free weights in my office? Why is there sports paraphernalia? Like, she, she's already questioning what's happening in her office, which made me want her to go over to the desk and look and see, <laughs> and see if there was a, a George Costanza well, bed. Well, it, was, it was so funny because
1: I, I couldn't watch it live. So I was just getting tweets about, like, she's she's in the office. She's remarking on it. She <laughs> hasn't gone over to the desk yet. Like, I got so many tweets about that. <laughs> and I was like, yes. So my headcanon is still intact
0: because nobody asked actually looked under the desk. Have we seen the weights in the room before? I can't remember if we've seen James's free weights. And I also think it would be funny if like, if this
1: was earlier in the season, if like every time we pan back to his office, like more and more of his stuff ends up in it <laughs> until, until like the, the end of the season where he's like cooking in like a kitchen that he's created. <laughs> I was like, does anybody besides Kara and Alex Have places to live. Like, I feel, have we seen Wynn's place? Like, is it possible that they all. Just live in the DEO when we're not looking, except for James, who obviously lives in the CatCo office and now has been displaced. (laughs) Where's, is he homeless now? (laughs) Like, I think the reason for the friction, I think the reason for the
0: friction between him and Lena is he's like, you just took my home. (laughs) He can't (laughs) sleep under the desk anymore. (laughs) This probably was just me watching it, um, but there was a moment where the camera like pan. I don't know if it was from the desk or to the desk with the James in the frame and I just thought it was very suggestive about James in the desk. Well, you know what? That's where they might have been going underneath later. Okay, so. all right. Let's not let's not get into some <laughs> scandalous speculation here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could you imagine Like he was like, I think we should go back to my place. And then he walks over and disappears underneath the desk. I feel like that romance with them could then completely be over in one episode. She's like,
2: you know what? I'm going
1: to
0: go. My phone just rang. She like runs out. <laughs> or the flip side of it, she could be totally into it. And yeah, then, you and never then know. the rest of the episodes of season three is just Lena and James hanging out underneath the desk. Is this the most important thing that we learned
1: in this episode? Which is that Lena also sleeps in her office. <laughs> Nothing else has convinced me to get on this James and Lena train, but I think that might have done it. Like <laughs> I was like, they're meant to be <laughs> because we know we know that James lives under his desk this has been established in canon confirmed Uh, yes this has been confirmed on the show so somebody i think pointed this out on um on twitter and i can't remember who it was so i apologize but they were like is this going to like cue a national city real estate
0: conversation Absolutely it is. I did want to get your perspective on uh, James's uh, emergency guardian suit. (laughs) Did you you, you notice that? So I did notice that. And I specifically noticed that it was
1: in his elevator in the office. (laughs) Now, if you were going to put an emergency suit somewhere, wouldn't you put it in, say, the place you lived.
2: <laughs> Does he legit sleep under his desk? Is that yes. just a joke you guys came up with? Because I'm like, no, every week, I'm like, this is canon.
0: Oh. <laughs> James mentions that Lena has been sleeping in the office again. <laughs> what do you think about that? I just
1: feel like nobody who works at Catco has a home and i'm concerned about it now <laughs> now james is very comfortable where he is under the desk god willing he's not gonna move we, we can't get him out he loves it there <laughs> but i feel like lena lena we could get her into a home
0: and here is the official description quote cara investigates a secretive new group whose leader thomas coville guest star chad lowe has a mysterious connection to supergirl Meanwhile, Samantha feels like she's letting Ruby down and Jean confesses an old secret, which I don't think happened in the episode. What? Uh, he definitely did not. Every week now we should just
1: add in and Jean has a secret. <laughs> but he but he never tells it.
0: <laughs> it's a secret
1: Morgan, he, he can't tell it. Honestly, I blame the crossover for why we never found out Jean's shocking secret. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna blame all of this on Oliver, Oliver and Felicity. What if Jean was about to tell his shocking secret, and up pops Oliver <laughs> and Felicity, and like they just like start, they just steal all the thunder again. They
0: tell all of their secrets instead. They tell
1: all of, yes, exactly. And he's like, but I still have this secret,
0: and every, no one cares anymore because they're just tired of hearing secrets. I think it's funny we talk about everybody knowing the secret, but Lena. But there's there's still that one secret that we still don't know this season. That's Jean's, Jean's secret. Wouldn't it be great if he just was like, you know, since we're we're here and we're just us girls, I'm gonna tell you my secret. And then and then it cut away. Meanwhile, Jean, Wynn, and Monel band together to fix the Legion ship, unquote. So uh, I guess I guess all the guys are are, are fixing the ship. Maybe that that's Jean's Secret, (laughs) Maybe. I know
1: how to fix the ship. I've been trying to tell you for episodes. (laughs) I'm excited for some Betty Buckley. Always a good time on the show. And whatever her shocking secret is, uh, provided we learn it. uh, (laughs) What if in every episode there's a shocking secret that they cut? (laughs) And then at the end of the
0: season, like as like a DVD extra, we just find out what all the shocking secrets are. The official description reads quote, Supergirl and team take on Selina in an epic battle for Earth, unquote. And that's the end of the description. <laughs>
1: My favorite part of that description is the word Supergirl.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm really excited about next week. I'm going to get to see Supergirl. I also like the word epic. <laughs> it's one sentence. That's so good. Yeah, it doesn't really, uh, there's no spoilers. It's so. very descriptive.
1: I mean, I, I feel like the second sentence is um, it's sort of you have to read between
0: the lines but it's all it's that Jean has a terrible secret <laughs> that he's going to share. <laughs> yes, I think uh, Jean ha- Jean's shocking secret is going to be revealed yes. in fi- finally revealed. the end of the season. <laughs> we are coming out we are saying with 100% certainty that we will learn Jean's shocking secret. It's going to happen. I feel like this description was holding back intentionally <laughs> Just to not spoil that that was going to happen. I think you missed the un, the
1: unwritten part of the description, which is that Jean has a terrible secret. We still don't know. Did we
0: not? Did, did it not come out in this episode? Uh, maybe, maybe it was there and maybe we just missed it. <laughs> maybe it was we, like a hidden secret. What if it was in like the
1: timeline that she reset and now we'll just never know
0: <gasps> oh, oh <no. laughs> that is why you shouldn't play with time travel when she was
1: just about to reset time he goes like wait I have to tell you my secret
0: and then she just <laughs> goes back in time what did you think about getting to meet and I think this is how they pronounced it on the show because I've been calling him Marin but I think they called him Mirin right away I've noticed that they have changed the spelling of mirin and it really kind of bugs me a little bit uh, (laughs) because (laughs) there are three different versions of how to spell that character's name and i just wish someone would pick one they're just trying to keep you on your toes they're like
1: this next (laughs) this next spelling this one's just for rebecca
2: (laughs) that that apostrophe just seems to kind of go willy-nilly it
0: keeps moving (laughs) around the name wouldn't
1: it be funny if like Every description, the apostrophe is just in a different place. (laughs) Whatever is going on with Mirren, or however his name is spelled, the apostrophe moves. I think it moves every time uh, his name is anywhere.
0: But let's talk about uh, Alex and Ruby and Marin. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it anymore. Kyler Lee said Marin. We finally got confirmation on how to spell it. (laughs) But we don't have confirmation. And by the way, if you need to spell it, it's M-Y-R- apostrophe NN. Please stick to a pronunciation, because I don't know if I'm saying it right now. Because I've been trying to all season, like, consciously say Mirin. Say Mirin. Mirin, Mirin, Mirren. And then when she said Marin, I was like, what? Also, the parts with uh, I almost said Marin. Uh, oh no. Mirin. Mirin. I'm gonna say Mirren. Don't, um, ah, don't let them win. Do her back Let them win. Apostrophe <laughs> and the weird pronunciation. I can't decide. Alora or Perhaps Erica Durant's, does not seem to know how to p- pronounce Monel's name. I noticed that too. Uh, th- <laughs> some some people on the show have not. There's a lot of they need to sit down at some point. There, this is this is Miran, <laughs> Miran all over again for us. Just say it however you feel. What however you're feeling in this moment, that's what you're gonna go with. What does your heart tell
1: you it's pronounced
0: like? <laughs> <laughs> and Miran's sacrifice was.
1: Mirin, Marin. So I'm very sad that he's gone. But I mean, on the flip side, we're never going to have to have this discussion again, right? (laughs) (laughs) I did like when Snapper told Kara, like, you can't just like, I asked you for a news piece and you handed me uh, like a Facebook rant. (laughs) (laughs) We also got a question from Dylan via Facebook who asks, wait. Whatever happened to Car's office? <laughs> that's a good question. We haven't seen it. Yeah, cat. giveth and cat
0: taketh away. Yeah, and cat was like, "I'm leaving, and I'm taking your office with me." Snapper gives her an assignment. She's supposed to go to the sanitation department to get figures on pelican deaths at the trash dump. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who cares about Alien Fight Clubs? What's happening to the pelicans that they are dying at the trash I dump? I know. When she comes in the
1: room, she's like, "Are you here, like, as a journalist?" And she's like, "No, I'm here as a friend." but also everything is on the record.
0: <laughs> Cara needs to take some journalism classes. Even if she bought Danvers.com and she posed, <laughs> posted a website blog, do you, do you think it would have had a, a major impact And that it would spread, even, even if she tweeted it out?
2: You have to be following the right hashtags. People have to be looking for it. You've got to have to on all social media. You're not going to be able to hide that from your boss like you
1: kind of, sort of were trying to do. What's Kara's social media presence look like? (laughs) Is her reach in the thousands? Is it in the hundreds? Because this is Kara, not Supergirl. Now, if Supergirl
0: blogs it out, that might have a better reach. Now she doesn't even have the journalism.
1: Oh, I know. What is she doing? She's just blobbing and watching TV.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that be a good storyline, too, if she made Danvers.com? like a media empire. And then
1: she is like facing off with like James for Ooh. with Catco And suddenly they're like, they're friends, but they're also business enemies. Like that <laughs> would at least be something for him to do. And it would explain why he's always at work because he's got, you know, he's got a hustle. I
2: feel like season two for a time was trying to say that you have to be literally in a costume fighting crime to fight crime. Kara as a journalist, can certainly do arguably a lot more things than what a normal superhero could do. I I think she's done a lot of good as a journalist, even when she became a blobber (laughs) briefly. I enjoyed that quite a bit.
0: Kara was watching something on TV when Alex came by, and I was like, it's the middle of the day. She's probably watching a soap opera. You're a soap person, right, Rebecca? So uh, what yeah. soap do you think that Kara would watch? Days of Our Lives is one of the kookier ones that has, uh, some, sometimes they have, you know, demons and uh, aliens and and things like that. So I imagine that if Kara <laughs> really wanted to see uh, a soap that reflected her life, maybe she would go <laughs> <laughs> for Days of Our Lives. What 108 Sage sent us uh has a little uh snippet of secret hearts and there's a description of an episode that says kara with a c kara's life as linda lee which is uh l-y-n-d-a uh which is interesting they kind of uh change the spellings for this fictional show uh kara's life as linda lee turns out to be only a dream Zorel and laura those are also changed spellings try to help their daughter but find themselves trapped in a devastating earthquake and die Plagued by dreams of a cousin, Carl... Kara finally finds peace with her gra- when her grandfather Ariel reveals the family secrets to her. Next week, can Kara get the magic back into her life, or will she be content with what power she has? Unquote. So I was like, I want to watch Secret Hearts. That sounds amazing. I would totally watch that soap opera.
2: Now, Rebecca, like you're a huge fan of soaps, right? So like you're you're used to recasting all the time, right? Yeah,
0: th- I, I did think about this because there is a difference in how they treat it with soap operas. Like in in soap operas, they they will basically make it like a non-issue. So like one actor who plays Adam Newman will his last episode will be on Friday, and then the new Adam Newman will uh, show up on Monday, and they won't they won't even like do a big like story about it. They'll just uh adam newman is now being played by that'll be the voiceover in the episode and then you just roll with it you know like wow <laughs> like, like soap so fans just they they we just we just go with it we don't yeah. really care who's playing adam newman we just want Adam Newman on the screen, even though Adam Newman recently died in a big uh, fiery explosion. I think for the second time. I think that was the I was second time. He'll be
4: back. He'll be back. <laughs> so, so, is
1: that, so. Wait,
0: is it the second time he's died, or the second
1: time he's died in a fiery explosion? I, I, think, I just feel like I, I need think, a I think both.
0: I think both. <laughs> One of my favorite characters on The Young and the Restless is Nick Newman. Nick has been married multiple times. Uh, he's the greatest guy in the world, but the women he's with sometimes treat him badly. I'll just say that. And also he's been kind of a jerk sometimes. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to put some of the blame on him too, but he, he's a, basically a really, you know, up guy and he, uh, will be in relationships with somebody and I will be like, this is the greatest woman for Nick at this point in time they are perfect I love this couple this is great I'm in ve- I'm, I'm in for this I'm invested I am excited about the show now and something will happen and uh, you know Avery leaves him at the altar and I'll be like Avery is the worst person in the world I hate her now she's the worst and Avery goes away and then Sage comes onto the scene and I'm like oh my gosh Sage is the perfect woman for Nick <laughs> they are the best couple I'm so excited about this I'm, I'm so into this they get married, Sage dies. And I'm like, this is the worst. Sage is not in the picture anymore. This is terrible. And then Nick ends up with Chelsea, and I'm like, this is the greatest couple. They are the, be- <laughs> <laughs> they are the best. It's the circle of ships. <laughs> I am so into this.
2: So Imrat does have a baby, and it's a baby boy. And his name is Graham, but... Something kind of like a daytime soap opera
0: happens. (laughs) I love soap operas.
2: Well, Imra didn't just have one baby. She had twins. But she didn't know she was having twins. So she only had one baby. Or at least she thought she did. The other baby was kidnapped by Darkseid.
0: That's the worst person who could possibly kidnap your child. Of all the people. I mean, you don't want your kid to be kidnapped first. I mean, that's, that's the worst, to have your kid be kidnapped. But to have have your child be kidnapped by Darkseid, that is the worst-case scenario. There have been comics where Supergirl comes to Earth and she has to learn English. So that wasn't a surprise, but they make mention that um, some of the kids are talking about how they can barely understand what she's saying because of her accent. And that was something I never thought of before. Like I was like, oh well, she would have to learn English, but for her to sound different from them is something that I, I was like, what would her accent sound like? Like now, yeah, now I want to hear that. It's it's always about the Kryptonese for you. Some Kryptonese pops up, and it's actually accurate. Like you can actually Yay. apply the Kryptonian alphabet to those letters, and it spells out Medusa. I was so relieved that it was translatable. That made me so happy. Maybe I'm also kind of frustrated because there was some kryptonese in this issue as well. There was some on page four and page 20. And some of it, you know, some of it made sense. And even in my notes, like I wrote page four, I gave up on the first panel. Jeremiah brings brings her up by name
5: and he's like, keep her name out of your mouth. Like He's basically like... I don't even know what he says specifically, but something like um, like her name in an Earth accent sounds wrong. He's like, don't I- even say
1: I- it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny how many times he brought up like that he was like butchering the language. Like I guess cuz in in a couple of, like a couple issues back when I guess when he tries to uh, speak Kryptonian and she's like,
0: Ew, that's not even how you say it." When I was trying to translate it cuz I I I can't help myself. There's Kryptonese. <laughs> I have to, I have to do oh something. My God. I oh, have no. to translate it.
1: <laughs> Whenever I see Kryptonese, I'm like, "It's okay, Rebecca will let me know if that's right."
0: <laughs> Mixed as Pitalik had like an alphabet booklet that he was like looking up you know kryptonese language and
1: yeah you gotta get your hands on that rebecca i I need
0: i mean i was like that's a good idea to like have print out the alphabet put you know put the the regular kryptonese in there on one page and then put like the Bridwell kryptonese on another page and then put like the man of steel kryptonian in there um that i need to i people do scrapbooking i'm gonna do kryptonese uh <laughs> alphabet booking. I think that's what I'm gonna have to do. But I thought it was really funny that Mikshaz like had that book and he was like, I don't have time to learn your stupid moon language. The symbols on her face mean mean nothing. It's a bunch of gibberish. It it look it looks like they just took the alphabet and just drew a bunch of random letters together. So I as far as I could tell. Uh it, it it means nothing. There's no secret hidden message on Sam's face. It's just a bunch of Kryptonian letters. That's a little disappointing. It is. <laughs> My philosophy with Kryptonese is that if you're gonna put Kryptonese in a comic or on the TV show, make it mean something. Make it worthwhile to people like me and I'm probably like a 1% of the viewer, maybe like a 0.1%. Do it for Rebecca. Do it it for me. Make it worth my while. If I were to spend my time trying to translate your kryptonese, make sure it means something. Make it mean something. Author of the issue, Eliza's Right Hand is, like, not there. Huh. Is that just me, or does she not have a right hand? Oh, yeah. You're right. Why doesn't she have a hand? Did I miss something? Is there an issue that I have not read? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm, like, scrolling through this comic now going, oh, my gosh,
5: there's no hand there. There's no hand there.
0: There's no hand. So it's it's not just me that sees that right. Like, I, I, just, no. want, I just want someone else no, to no, validate no. me, like... Not understanding why she doesn't have. Did a right she lose?
5: Did she somehow lose it in the last issue? Like I don't,
0: I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe if she did, I didn't notice it. it. Wasn't part of the story.
5: They didn't draw attention to it, at least.
0: So we're gonna have to go we're back have to go and Just see if we <laughs> missed something about Eliza Danvers. Please <laughs> to hold. We're gonna go back and see.
5: <laughs> we're gonna go back three issues oh to see if we Gosh. missed something. I feel like it might have happened in the last issue. Then
0: it couldn't have. I I don't remember anything. We would Morgan and I especially. Morgan would remember if
5: Eliza Danvers got her hand chopped off. I'm like pulling this issue up now. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> I feel like we would we would notice that.
5: Yeah, I'm looking at the last issue right now and I'm like there's no literally it's Alora holding Eliza like her her body, her unconscious body and you don't you only see one arm actually no it's missing it's her hands missing in that one too what? you just can't if you zoom in on the panel where alora's holding eliza's unconscious body her hands missing from that too okay all right so i think it happened off screen all right there is a mystery of eliza danvers missing hand okay she's holding her helmet coming on the planet and there's no there's no hand in that panel too
0: <laughs> so what what issue are you looking at right now issue three i'm looking
5: at the one right before this i think i think i went back to two to see if she was in she comes in and you see uh look at this place blah blah, blah. It's just, the building's retrofitted and she has no she has no right hand so she has <laughs> she, she been missing
0: a right hand for like Three issues? I swear the comic has not addressed this. (laughs) I don't remember it being a
5: thing in the story. Okay, so she's missing a hand in issue three. Okay.
0: That's been confirmed. Oh my god. This is terrible. So I don't think I see anything in issue two. There's no explanation understand. for this. Okay, all right. So I'm not the only one confused. Okay. <laughs> like it ends
5: on like a little yellow stump and I don't know what's happening. I don't either.
0: Has she never had a hand? I'm I questioning everything. File that under... Uh, things we don't understand or have answers about in this series next to eliza danvers missing a hand there's a panel on that same page that has Kara bringing the the dinner to jeremiah and eliza and i, I had to zoom in and be like it is a lot is a lot is this still missing a hand yeah she's still missing a hand i think was that ever expl- never explained? explained never explained never explained <laughs> Still don't know why she has no hand. I knew Rachel was wondering if we would ever figure out what had happened to Eliza's hand. And Steve Orlando actually said, quote, perhaps in the future, sure. Eliza was based off a congenital amputee from home that doesn't use a prosthetic since he feels he's equally able and doesn't need anything but the body he was born with, unquote. So it's kind of cool for me, at least, to know uh, the the choices behind that. For some reason, when I was reading this, it skipped over like
1: the whole page where Kat was sending out the signal. That's super important. In this <laughs> issue. That's, that's basically the most important part. I was like, wait, this is a new page? So for me, And I wouldn't recommend reading it this way. (laughs) But for me, they're just fighting. He's like, I'm gonna kill you and then like the next thing is he's shutting down. That was like, oh how'd she do that? That would that would be really confusing. That's not a
0: criticism of the of the comic. That's a criticism of my reading comprehension. (laughs) Give me more Kryptonian werewolves.
5: I'm into that. I'm confused because she can like change her hair color
1: yeah apparently the glasses and the and the hair color change like go together that was like something where i was really confused and those panels i think it's on page 13 13 yeah where she has the glasses on and she's got the brown car danver's hair and then she takes it off and suddenly it's like the blonde supergirl hair and
0: uh john's like that's so cool and i was like How does that work? I'm so glad the two of you brought that up, because (laughs) I had a question about that, too. I have never heard of this. Maybe it's somewhere deep within the Supergirl mythology, but this is brand new to me.
3: (laughs) I love stuff like thunderclaps and finger snaps sonic booms. Those things just put smiles on my face. It's like my favorite sort of thing in comics, so anytime I see it happen, it just warms my heart, so... I, I absolutely love that particular segment of the fight.
5: I was curious because I had never heard the name Zaju before, so I did a little research, and apparently this isn't the first time he's been in a Superman story. Oh, really? Krypton exploded before it was complete, and his one attempt at revenge was thwarted by crypto. <laughs> what? <a super>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what stood out to me in this art is how good the hair looked everybody's hair oh, yeah looks so good
1: the hair game is on point in this issue i think it's like green emperor uh, emerald empress green empress is a different <laughs> character A less formal character
0: uh- <laughs> so there was a character named Decelia I guess is how you pronounce her name. I did not love her outfit. <laughs> that sounds like a weird
1: critique of a character. It's just like this weird corset but it's also got it's like this corset bodysuit thing which cool but then it's also got like a weird vest that kind of half comes around and I'm just I'm very confused by
0: it. I'm mostly interested in the sleeves. Why are the sleeves so Why are the sleeves? (laughs) (laughs) Seeing a fight between Supergirl and a supervillain wherein (laughs) they crash into our ship, that could leave a lot of trauma behind. You're not going to go to the comedy show that night and just, like, really be able to let loose and laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I was invested in the evolutionists' evolutionists' (laughs) That's really hard to say. Say that more than once. The (laughs) possession of the evolutionists' Ooh, the evolutionist <laughs> was he Mr.
1: Bones at some point? So I looked up Director Bones. What Google provided me was Mr. Bones, which is a less formal title. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, please, please, my father is Director Bones. <laughs> I like Director Bones in this issue. I thought he was great. I mean, evil, kind of, <laughs> but also great. Uh, I think he's a really good villain. For Supergirl, because he thinks that he's doing something to protect people because he thinks that Supergirl is dangerous. And also, apparently, he was a villain at one point and he took an article about himself, framed it, and then hung (laughs) it on
0: his wall, which I respect. (laughs) I mean, like, listen, respect on that. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's really proud of his past and his accomplishments. Uh, In that area, even if they were (laughs) for nefarious ends. He's like, listen, when I was a supervillain, I was the best (laughs) supervillain. Now that I'm director of the DEO, I'm going to be the
1: best at that, too. The alien's name is Brian, though.
0: (laughs) 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 We're really, like, skimming over what a shining star Brian was. (laughs) I messaged Carly, like, this was, like, high priority. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, the crossover happened. That was so awesome. It was... Carly. Was that Brian? Can we confirm? And we tweeted at Derek Simon, who co-wrote the episode, and he
5: confirmed that it was Brian.
0: You know, we we lost Kelly. We are a champion of Snapper Car, but he's not snapping. But I feel like we can champion Brian. I'm Joe currently Brian.
1: pitching the CW a show called Joe and Brian, exclamation point. And it's just <laughs> like the wacky adventures they get into. It could be like the odd couple, but they're both aliens. I
5: was just like, oh no, Brian. I know. Brian, no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: Brian and Joe.
5: Although I don't think Joe's on the, he, I don't think he's on the alien registry, right? Because he's from a different dimension.
1: That's true. Maybe Joe will be safe. Thank God. At
5: Kaya underscore Matsui says, I want an Alex, Maggie, and Brian show where they have a private investigation agency kick some ass and have gambling problems.
0: <laughs> I would watch that. That Brian <laughs> such a scam. During their fight in the unnamed alien dive bar, our friend Brian was sitting there. So I was glad to see that he, I guess he, he was there after work because he had his little tie on. He's, he's a businessman, Brian, the <laughs> alien. He was
1: business Brian.
0: I was excited to see Brian, although I was a little concerned about,
1: the newest scrape he has gotten himself into. <laughs> you know Brian. Always getting himself into trouble. <laughs> Such a troublemaker. You know who else wasn't there who should have been there? Brian the Alien. Brian the Alien. Really really a big part of their love story. <laughs>
0: you know he would come correct because he's always kind of wearing a suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he probably he's probably been in some shenanigans where he came into some money. And He would probably bring a present. It would be a nice present, I think. It would probably be stolen. It would be
1: hot, if I'm being honest. The character I miss the most is Brian the <laughs> Brian, where have you been? What are you up to? You know he's he's just getting into scrapes, causing all kinds of trouble. He might be in prison, Morgan. Oh my God, I never thought about that, Brian. He, Brian, he might have he gotten caught up.
0: We haven't seen Brian because he's in lockup right now. He has done something that has put him behind some kind of bars and he's in trouble. What if the opposite has happened? What if Brian has turned his life around and he's now
1: the CEO of a small startup? Maybe. What if when um, the crazy cult leader guy was in prison, like we just saw him walk past Brian the alien. (laughs)
0: who is like running some like gambling scheme (laughs) behind (laughs) bars in prison he's still doing some shenanigans you know you gotta hustle always hustling the bar still doesn't have a name what is the deal i'm so (laughs) tired of saying alien bar shout out to the unnamed alien bar so monel calls it the alien dive bar which uh was some kind of name that they associated with that that bar? I did think it was funny with Wynn, um, since we were kind of still talking about him, that he actually refers to the unnamed alien dive bar as the alien bar.
1: Does it not have a name? I'm just, I'm so concerned about the unnamed alien bar. They it, just call it alien bar? Is that, is it the name of the bar, alien bar?
0: You, you would think that, you know, Wynn goes there all the time.
1: it seemed like it was like an underground thing like in the first couple episodes when like Maggie takes Alex there she's like oh there's a lot of aliens here you wouldn't think that she would be surprised by that if it was called Alien Bar
5: (laughs) yeah that sort of gives it away but I kind of liked that they had to go underground a little bit and I love that
1: they all had to congregate at the unnamed Alien Bar (laughs) still doesn't have a name what did they say when they were like we'll meet you at Cat Grant calls it Supergirl's
0: Rebel Headquarters
1: I just want the conversation where they're like okay we're all gonna meet up at (laughs) and then they're just all quietly staring at each other because they realize they don't know the name of the bar where brian is at like some completely different bar yeah trying to trying to meet up join the resistance
4: maybe after a few drinks they're worried that wind might just slip off and call and call Kara supergirl all of a sudden
0: that that could happen you never know what they're (laughs) serving down there at the unnamed alien bar (laughs) Carly, I know Monel is your new favorite character. Uh, so, uh, uh, what did you think about Monel uh, as an intern at Catco? Ugh. <laughs> We've gotten to the Monel portion of the sorting. And, Carly, I'm very curious to, to, to hear what you have to say about this. So, where would you put Monel? Monel goes in no house. He's a squib. He's non magic. <laughs> yeah. And we'll leave you with this completely useless advice
5: If you go looking for trouble,
0: trouble ye shall find.
5: Can't believe we ended on a Monel quote. Gar-
1: <laughs> Carly's <laughs> really suffering tonight. <laughs> there has to be some like contingent of like Monel super fans out there, and I want those people to tweet us like reasons why. Yes, right.
0: tell us why you love Monel. I'll I'll t- I'll totally respond. I'm know. sure those
1: reasons are out there, and I just want to know more about them. Monel, you just learned that very special lesson last episode. <laughs> I, I feel like we're gonna find out that he's got like a Finding Dory situation. Yeah, maybe he's where got <laughs> short-term memory. <laughs> <has> short-term memory. <laughs> he, 50 first he, dates with Monel. <laughs> he, it's like a memento. He's got like "be polite" <laughs> written on him, <laughs> like very <explicit. laughs>
5: He resets at the beginning of every episode, and you have to explain to him all over
1: again. But that's honestly what it feels like. It yeah. Feels like every episode, he resets back to factory default, and then they have to like they have to install humanity back into him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think in the in the Supergirl episode, he comes to her and he says, "Oh, I tried to tell you so many times," and I was like, "When?" When did you try to? T- what? Show me the receipt, Monel. When? Did you, when did, for twelve? Tweet me the receipt. Twelve freaking episodes. <laughs> I know people are probably gonna drop on the floor as soon as I say this, but I almost feel like I liked Monel this episode.
0: <laughs> when I was looking up Monel to try to educate myself. I came upon all of these other aliases that he had because I'm I'm interested <laughs> I'm interested in those because I'm like well why why do why do they have these other aliases? So um, I'm just going to go down the list, Corinne, and if you know anything about any of these aliases. Let me know, because um, the first one was Bob Cobb.
5: You can blame Silver <laughs> Age Superboy
3: again for that, oh, that He's, he's oh, terrible man. at naming people.
0: No offense to Bob Cobbs
1: of the world. We're going to get some strongly worded letter from Bob Cobbs. I kind of hope that he, like, comes back and he's like, I, I came back with these new mixology recipes that are gonna blow your mind and you just <laughs> starts like top gunning different like alcohols oh, yes. like alien alcohols that I would accept that
0: as a as a good return for my health see i was gonna go i hope he brings some legionnaires back with him but mm-hmm. i think mean, that's the two i guess but i also <laughs> like the to- the uh the what is it um the co- was it cocktail the tom cruise movie yes Or oh my yeah, because <laughs> i said i said
1: top gun he could also do that too he could i got all my tom cruise movies
0: mixed up <laughs> Top Gun is also acceptable, uh, but I, th- I think Cocktail is the one where they're doing all those fancy tricks. Maybe he's going to play volleyball on the beach. Maybe that's that's what that's, he'll come back that's to That's what do. you're thinking of. That's yeah, what, exactly. that's where the Legionnaires come in. They exactly <laughs> need the team. They have a volleyball team. Uh, I'm,
4: I'm a I'm a uh, risky business fan, so... Well, nope, <laughs> nope.
0: there could be a little of that, too. <laughs> he he just goes through the whole Tom Cruise canon. Right.
1: It.
4: He's reciting the end speech of Few Good Men and scaling the walls of the building, doing Ethan Hunt.
0: I can't wait for the Far and Away episode. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a really good one. I
1: mentioned, like, a couple of podcast episodes ago that I went from, like, mon-positive to, like, mon-neutral, and now I'm, like... Firmly mon-negative. At
5: Madtown Davidson says, I thought that was a good episode. I've been mon-L negative lately, but I might be moving back towards mon-L neutral. I'm
1: not really mon-negative anymore. I'm kind of mon-apathetic. In this episode on the mon-L sliding scale, I was a mon-neutral, maybe inching towards a mon-positive. Oh, (laughs) we had an
0: uptick. Oh, okay.
1: I thought he was... Fine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the hate. I always
0: liked him. So have I tipped the scale to the mon-positive side? For the both of us, we're, we're both... I, I'm also mon-positive, uh, but... You know, I, I think this this is going to be a mon-positive Supergirl radio episode.
3: I'm just wondering if this is going to be a part of, like, tests. And, you know, when you go to the doctor, are you mon-positive? <laughs> are you mon-negative? Or are you mon-apathetic?
0: What is the uh, bad outcome of that? I what, don't want to you know. you concerned about? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. On the mon-L sliding scale, I'm usually very mon-positive. But this episode, Morgan, the scale went all the way down to the mon-negative the scale has, has tipped. And for most of this
1: season, I have been mon-neutral to mon-positive. Uh, this is the first time all season that I was like, hello, darkness, my
0: old friend. <laughs> it's, it's mon-negative. <laughs> the robotic dinosaur, mon-positive. Talking to Kara about his wife and how she lied to him, and then immediately saying, hey, but can we go uh, get some drinks later? (laughs) That was my negative for me. Immediately straight creeping. (laughs) Just,
1: (laughs) he just goes from like, oh, by the way, here's this piece of information that you need to like, Hey girl, hey! <laughs> How are you feeling on the Monell sliding scale this week? <sighs> I'm like Mon long sigh, looking <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> I don't know where to put that on the scale. It's just like Mon is Mon exhaustion a thing on the Monell sliding scale this week? Is there something worse than Mon
0: negative? Is my question the the scale really took a nosedive? (laughs) The
1: scale, I mean, the scale has just gone
0: all the way to the bottom. I think it imploded. (laughs) I don't don't know if we have a scale anymore. I think it's gone. Let's sort uh, one of our favorite characters that we talk about on this podcast quite a bit. Uh, Let's talk about Kelly. Where would we put Kelly, the (laughs) Catco employee who met her untimely end? Uh, Carly, where would you sort Kelly? I would say Hufflepuff, but then posthumously
5: uh, make her an honorary Gryffindor because she deserved it. All right, Morgan, where would you put Kelly?
1: I'm going to put Kelly in Slytherin. I think that secretly Kelly had a dark
0: side (laughs) and at some point we're going to learn about it. I would put Kelly in (laughs) Hufflepuff because she was a loyal and hardworking CatCo employee, even to the end. She died outside of (laughs) CatCo. She died because she was at work. (laughs) So, so I would put her in a <laughs> buff At
5: rantasmo one says, "Supergirl needs to perfect the art of the multiple save. She let nameless coworker die before, and, it, and in this episode, in this episode, she saved Cat Grant, but not the president." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excuse me. <laughs> that coworker has a name. Oh, I think Kelly's in the background here. Uh, yeah, we can't we scene.
0: can't gloss over this Morgan. This Kelly's is in, it. This, this is, is what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so, finally, I think Kelly
1: possibly the most important character on this list <laughs> would sing a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I think Taylor Swift. But I feel like she's a Taylor Swift girl. Yeah, she was. Oh, sorry, R.I.P. Kelly. <laughs> <R. laughs>
3: oh,
0: that cut Pull it out for Kelly. That deep. using the oh, words. I'm so sorry. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> so it is a worldwide media company. Um, but do you know what, like, what was Kelly's position? I, I know she was an editor, and it seemed like she worked in the news, but was she... Also also a writer. She was pitching a crushed velvet stories. Do, do you have any idea oh, of, of what Kelly, Gee, like what her position was? She was the heart and soul of CatCo. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely now have a new favorite minor character that I want to know more about. I want to see Pam, the HR lady. I want to, <laughs> <laughs> I want to get yeah. to know her. Um, we know that she's on the second floor and that she handles all the paperwork. Uh, so I hope we get to see Pam. At Chris
5: Van says, so I guess everyone at the DEO does know the identity of Supergirl. Do you think they had to sign a disclosure about her identity?
0: <laughs> I would assume that's part of the
5: interview process now. Probably. And then they have to file it w- with Linda and
1: HR. And yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. And we, need to follow,
1: we need to follow up on her. I just want to follow around Linda in HR. See, Linda or Pam or whoever it is. Pam and yeah, Linda.
0: I, I think it is Pam because Pam. people are joking oh, yeah. about the connection the to the office. Um, well, and that too. Yeah. So I, I, I really think that would be a cool episode. If there was like a thing where it was like Pam's perspective... Like, Pam is this, this the episode revolves around Pam, something goes down at the DEO, and we're just with Pam the whole time. I would be right. so into that episode. On Monday nights, I try to live tweet the show. So uh, I was having problems last night because we had some bad weather in my area, and I guess it affected my cable somehow. Like, every 30 seconds, it would just, it would freeze up. The video would freeze up. So I, I kind of could see what was happening, but not everything. And at some point I kept getting all these tweets like Pam from HR, Pam from HR. Like all caps. Like I kept getting these tweets from our listeners about Pam from HR. And I was like, oh, the one time my cable was screwing up, I missed Pam from HR. Kara
5: runs into Monel and Tessmacher. I was like, You, I you feel have like... to say it
0: correctly. It's Miss Tessmacher. Eve went to Miss Miss Tessmacher went to Yale. That's what we want is more Miss Tessmacher. We actually have a lot of love for Eve Tessmacher. Kara did have that line,
1: like maybe that's why they call him Snapper, but I'm like, no, no. Yeah. no, yeah, I want you, the snaps. You're, I want some you're, snaps. You're,
0: not, you're not informed.
2: That is not correct. I don't know what's going on in the riders room. Like, why? We still haven't gotten a single snap. I mean, I'm almost getting worried that we're getting a smaller rule where it's like, no snaps, no robot hands.
0: I'm not going to get my hopes up about Snapper Car with the teleportation snaps, but hopefully... I feel like Snapper Car should be the key of this whole thing. Like,
1: at the end of that, like maybe like the Signs M. Night Shyamalan twist is that it's been
0: Snapper Car <laughs> all along. We haven't been able to get... Have any snaps to Snapper in a little while.
1: I want to see like a whole like training montage where he's like trying to learn how to snap but he's not doing it right
0: and then <laughs> at the end he like just does a snap and like winks at the camera. By the way we saw Snapper Car in this episode. No snaps. No snaps.
1: I felt for Snapper Car in that moment where he was like oh my god this girl. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately I would have I would have felt
0: more for him if he had snapped at her. Supergirl writers write the snaps. Write the snaps. Makes <laughs> sense. Piddling did snap. That's how That's he used true. his powers. So I think he and Snapper could have gotten along really well.
1: <laughs> I choose to think of that as a shout out to us. I'm most excited to see Snapper car again. I just first of all, Snap watch is on. Sna- snap Snapwatch <laughs> continues. The 24 clock has just started ticking again like
3: talk.
1: <laughs> It's gonna happen. When's the last time we saw Snapper?
0: We've never seen him snap, but when's the last time we even <laughs> saw him at all? So I, I did like that about Snapper. Even though we didn't get any snaps. I think no this is Snap Watch. Like snapwatch snapwatch twenty seventeen still on. <laughs> Props to Snapper car, even though he has not snapped, he still has not snapped all the season did snap in this episode he's a character with integrity so I really appreciated that about him in this episode
5: speaking of snap judgments though the hilarious part of this finale to me was Cap Grant being like get snapper in here and I was like where is snapper and then I thought to
1: myself he's probably
5: hiding from Cap
1: <laughs> it would have been funny if she like snapped while she said get snapper in here oh. like just, just to really like
0: like in your face
1: Supergirl radio
0: I just realized Realize now that you said that, we didn't get a snap. The whole <laughs> Not a single snap. Snap <laughs> oh, off 2017 is snap. still oh. a zero. The only exposure I've had to snap a car before Supergirl was on the DC Justice League, where they have, you know, he's he as he
3: has a reporter. Yes. And he's just kind of like your average reporter. And so I was like, I've never seen him snap, I, like, like go crazy or stab somebody because I don't want to put that in the book.
0: <laughs> no, so. he is, but <laughs> he has his nickname because he was... Created after a, a, a character on a, a TV show called 77 Sunset Strip, back in the day, who would snap his fingers and say things like "Daddio." Oh,
3: okay.
0: So he he was really popular with the kids of the day, and so the the folks at DC Comics wanted to put a character like that in in the uh, the comic book issues, and so they created Snapper Car, and so he would snap because the the character on 77 Sunset Strip, Kooky would snap. Ah. So that was his thing in the comics is that he would he would snap, you know, you would you would see the panels and it would actually have, you know, snap written as, as a as like an action uh, on the uh panels and later on in his history he <laughs> was given superpowered abilities sort of like in supergirl age of atlantis where the citizens of national city uh might get superpowers uh his ability was that when he would snap he would be able to transport himself somewhere oh cool so, yeah uh, we always uh are campaigning for a snapper on supergirl to do some snapping <laughs> because that is the essence of his character
5: At Batman near 1989 says, question, would you rather see present day Lex in season two or Lena turn evil?
0: Okay, lightning round for everybody answering that question. Would you rather see a present day Lex in season two or Lena turn evil? Kat, what's your answer? Present day Lex. Carly, what's your answer? Uh, Lena turn evil. Morgan, what's your answer? Present day Lex. I'm going to go Lena turn evil. Oh, Wait.
1: we're split. 50-50. <laughs> Last episode,
0: we asked people to send
1: us some lightning round questions because mm-hmm. we really enjoyed that. So um, a listener named Chelsea actually sent us some good lightning round <laughs> yeah. questions. So seeing Snapper finally snap or a Turtle Boy Jimmy Olsen episode <laughs> Brian and Joe being bros or Kelly being brought back to life oh Sophie, <laughs> Sophie's choice Sophie's
0: choice oh, this is
5: such a hard one and we have some lightning round questions <laughs> yay team Supergirl goes to Mars to help out Magan or Magon comes back to Earth in season 3 and we have some lightning round questions <laughs> from our listeners mon for Legion of Superheroes or Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have a
0: superhero suit made by Cisco or made by Wynn? Hang out with Red Kryptonite Kara or drunk Kara, do we need to name the lightning round questions other than lightning round like should it be like a a supergirl related name we have a a fun section of the feedback that we like to do uh, that we used to call lightning round questions but when someone suggested the name snap judgments i was like that's it that's what we're calling them from now on (laughs) in the game of snap judgments each person is presented with two options but must only choose one First instincts are recommended, and explanations are unnecessary.
5: So before we wrap up our feedback, we have some snap judgment
0: questions. We need a sound effect. I'll try to work on some sort of...
5: (laughs) Who would you keep for season three?
1: Lillian... Or Rhea.
0: You tweeted that one at us earlier
1: today, Rebecca, and I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> this is not a snap judgment a lot of time now. <laughs> the
0: show sort of proposed this uh, in the scene between uh, Lena and Kara when they were having brunch or lunch at Catco. So the question is would you rather have an in sync reunion or JT and Brittany back together? I guess an in sync reunion
5: is better for everyone involved.
0: If there was to be a wedding on either Supergirl or The Flash, which would you rather see, West Allen or Caramel? West Allen. West Allen. I would also go West Allen. Which wedding ceremony would you rather attend as a guest? Would you want to eat cake at the West Allen wedding or Caramel's? wedding uh, oh this is a tough one <laughs> that, that might change uh, your answer i don't know west allen you know what this does change my answer actually <laughs> carmel yeah i would say caramel for this one dream road trip movie pairing cat grant and maggie <laughs> sawyer martian manhunter and brian the alien or windshot and lena luther if carrie danvers was gonna blob should she blob about sustainable food or a tropical rainforest at mark h
1: BPWM um, on Twitter has given us a snap judgment. Oh, we gotta okay. make, some, make Snap, some judgment. We still miss Snapper. <laughs> uh,
0: bridal bingo or bridal trivia. Meeting the Batwoman from this universe or having Black Canary, aka K- Katie Cassidy, alive on this earth. Batwoman? See, I don't even have to think about this one.
1: Yeah, because I, I felt like you were gonna you you were gonna take the other one so that one's well
0: <laughs> well covered. <laughs> well I mean we don't have to go opposite ways. We can agree on things bowling with Wynn and James or Girls Night with Kara and Alex. Overgirl and dark arrow or Lena and James. I'm gonna go
1: overgirl and dark arrow because I feel like I already kind of out at myself on Twitter <laughs> as being weirdly into it. This one is tough. Very important. Tommy or Gina. (laughs) We tweeted this out as a poll because Rebecca is the greatest person. (laughs) And and with 65% of the vote, it is
0: Gina. (laughs) (laughs) The listeners have spoken. This is the most important question that we are going to ask on this episode. It is something that you're really going to have to think about be very careful about your <laughs> choice here. Um, okay, so our final snap judgment is DEO Alex or Babysitter Alex? Episodes with James' Guardian or those without Guardian? I'm going to have to go without Guardian. I'm going to have to go without Guardian, too. I thought you were going to really throw me off. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> really think about your choices and your options and, and really, just consider it very thoughtfully. Okay. So this snap judgment is off-the-shoulder Lena outfit in Legion of Superheroes, or off-the-shoulder Lena outfit in For Good. An alien that has the power to switch the minds and bodies between two individuals attacks Kara. Kara is now in the body of Alex... Or Lena, I want to see this
1: episode so badly now.
0: So, um, Fanny, I hope that you have sent this to uh, the CW—the most important snap judgment <laughs> of of the week. Um, oh. You're really gonna have to think about this one because this one is a little complicated. We have three it's choices. It. Normally, we're three only supposed options. to have two options, but this one we do have three: Monel with Imra, Monel with Kara, or Monel in a space pod by himself. <laughs> I mean. Listen, I'm not trying to be
1: mean, but I think Mon-El in a pod by himself. Jean revealing his
0: secret to us, or Kara revealing her secret to Lena. Helen Slater's Supergirl costume. Headband or no headband? No,
1: no headband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going headband all the way because me laugh a lot. Action, comics. Number 266 asks the question, which team is mightier? Supergirl and Streaky the Super Cat, or Superman and Crypto the Super Dog? I mean, this is really
0: the age-old Streaky Crypto question. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> down to it: How should Rain and Supergirl's final battle go? A rap battle or a diva duet? <laughs> Which would you rather see Morgan? <laughs> I mean, I want to see a rap battle. I mean, it's got to be a rap battle. Which is worse? When being told off for only getting his job by being a friend of Supergirl. Or Monel being told off for being such a bad boyfriend that the mon scale had to be invented to express it. <laughs> Trio with the better names: Rain, Purity, and
1: Pestilence, or Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Wins talents
0: as a computer nerd. Or his talents as a seamstress. I, w- I want to see his seamstr- seamstress side uh, a lot more.
1: So I'm also going to go with seamstress, especially just because I want to see him make Lena a superhero oh. outfit with the shoulders out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's going to cost more? repairing Lex's mansion, or Ruby's future therapy (laughs) pills, who would you like to have a new storyline, Jeremiah Danvers or Kat Grant? (laughs) I just thought, Jeremiah who? (laughs) Just like Alex. Argo City from the CW Supergirl, or
1: Argo City from Supergirl the movie. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chime in here first. I haven't seen (laughs) Supergirl the movie, so uh, I'm gonna go with The TV show. Now that I see the clothes, I I might be changing my mind. Really? Because it looks like everybody's just chilling out in their pajamas, (laughs) and that's a vibe I like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which food would you rather have Lena buy for you? bag full of ice cream she picked up for Ruby or a stack of pizzas she brought for James. That's a good point that like when Lena gets food she goes hard, <laughs> uh, which I appreciate. So who would you like to have a surprise visit in the season finale? Uh, would you like to see Cat Grant or Superman? Which one would you pick? I feel like it doesn't make any sense but I'm going Cat Grant. <laughs> I don't care. I think, I think she could
1: fix this all somehow. <laughs>
0: would you rather have a force field
1: belt Or a hologram AI? I would go with a force field belt, especially if I lived in National City. (laughs) I feel like you need that almost on the daily. Buildings are always cracking and crumbling around you. And if you had a force field belt, you could just keep going to Starbucks.
0: (laughs) Who cares if that building over on the corner has just uh, exploded? And also you can go places with it. I don't know if the hologram, because I think the hologram has to stay in... That room in the DO. I think I think it can't walk very far because <laughs> we saw the
1: we saw the Allura hologram like go out into the hallway. She did go in the hallway, but then but then she went right back into that room. So I feel like she's got like a limited range of motion. Like, I don't think that the Allura hologram could go on like a holiday to Hawaii. She's,
0: she's not going on a road trip somewhere. No, 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 she's not, she's not getting on a carnival cruise. (laughs) (laughs) That is an episode I want to (laughs) see. Me too. Give me
1: a snap judgment that like takes me on a journey. Which villain should Lena team up with in season
0: four? Psy or roulette? I like this idea of Roulette. Uh, that I, that could be an interesting, uh, dynamic there. So I'm going to go roulette. Roulette
1: seems really cool. I mean, I want to say sigh, but roulette seems like really awesome. Like, <laughs> I feel like they would have like a really cool underground poker game going on, like almost immediately. Also the wardrobe choices
0: <laughs> uh, That the was- two of them.
1: <laughs> roulette would have like slits up to everywhere. Lena <laughs> has shoulders out. This is a question I will not be able to answer because I've seen neither of these. Aquaman trailer or Shazam trailer? I was really excited about that Shazam trailer. I think the Shazam will be the movie I enjoy more. But man, I like dolphins. So I'm going Aquaman. (laughs) Which needs to... (laughs) Sorry, I read it. It's really good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which needs to happen in season four? Kara writing one article. (laughs) Or James taking one picture <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm
0: like actually crying <laughs> this is great okay that's uh, a, such a good mm, question so valid this is uh, this is a tough one this. a single article or a single <laughs> just, just just, just, <laughs> just one today's not shooting high she knows them <laughs> do we even know if james has a camera I mean it did it did break. I don't know <laughs> if he's got he's got more I'm, than that one. <laughs> I mean we did see other cameras in his office but uh, what if they're all, like, display
1: cameras? Like, what if they don't even work? They're like, it's like an old-timey camera. Like, he gets out, like, one of those old-timey photo booths where he's like, stand still. <laughs> <laughs> the flashbulb has to charge. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be into that. He needs to have Me one of those. too. I don't feel like James has taken a single picture in two seasons, and I just feel like he needs it more. Listen, he, he's just <laughs> living under that desk. He doesn't have a home. <laughs> let's Let's get him one. Picture, maybe with that money, he can buy himself like a nice shelf for under the desk you know, just for organization and stuff. Guardian starts an Instagram account that becomes like really famous, and then, but then he like becomes an influencer, and his Instagram posts also start becoming ads for like vitamin water. <laughs>
0: The show could take advantage of that because they could create a an official guardian Instagram account. I would follow it. I would too. This one snap judgment could be incorporated into ways the show could promote itself caradanvers.com she could write that one article that one article (laughs) could be up on the the website (laughs) and then James could take that one picture and post it to Instagram (laughs) they start an Instagram account but it just has the one picture and that's it the Newsboy Legion or the Musical Newsies I'm gonna go Newsboy Legion because I feel like Newsboys fighting crime is like a genre I didn't realize I needed in my life. <laughs> Since uh, Brainiac 5 had some trouble at Piggly Wiggly, which supermarket should Brainy try next? Uh, Publix or Trader Joe's? If you were a kid on the playground, would you rather pretend to be Superman or Manchester Black?
4: Superman. No question.
0: Well, I think I would choose Superman as well because uh, I can't do a British accent. <laughs> I think I would embarrass myself if I tried. <laughs> people would be like, What are you doing? Stop embarrassing yourself.
2: That was it. So, that's the one thing. Is, oh no, I, can't, oh, I mean, can't do that accent, I guys. Could, <laughs> I
0: think I, I think I could be into maybe pretending to be Manchester Black, but uh, I don't think I could convincingly pull it off. Oh, that'd I think be I would lovely. fail at it. It'd be lovely. <laughs> would you rather be in the Legion of Superheroes or the Legion? Agent of substitute heroes. I want to be the big hitter. I-, I want to be the important one. You know what? I'm the opposite. I don't want all of that responsibility. I just want to be called when you need me. Who has the better costume? Agent Liberty or Liberty? though. I feel like Liberty Bell really
1: committed to her theme more. <laughs> this one's going to be, I think, maybe a little controversial for um, some people, <clears throat> someone in the chat. <laughs> who, is, who is the better time traveler, Supergirl or the
0: Flash? Supergirl at least didn't reverse <laughs> time in a way that it screwed up families. She knew to, if she's going to go back in time, just
1: like briefly touch the rewind button just don't 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 jab <laughs> it just like just a
0: little tap just go back fix one little thing and don't change everybody's uh don't change everybody's futures because of our choices andy says that uh you have uh 25 <laughs> podcasts to plug next season well you so, know what uh, i maybe for it to the swamp thing podcast okay andy no judgments on your snap judgments
1: And we're a part of the DC TV podcast network. So if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, dc films and classic dc tv shows subscribe to our DC TV podcast mega feed and follow at dctv podcast on twitter and like DC TV podcasts on facebook
0: i really think we need to practice circular breathing
1: i went to like my zen place i was like imagining a waterfall it was beautiful <laughs> if you haven't bought it yet supergirl rebirth number one is available in the dc comics app the comiXology app as well as comiXology.com Google Play, the Nook Store, Amazon, and at ReadDCEntertainment.com.
0: I totally did not intend for you to always have to, like, read, every, <laughs> like, on the big list. I uh, feel like
1: it's becoming, like, my special skill, though. Like, I'm going to become, like, really,
0: really good at it. I was going <laughs> to reword that, wasn't I? I that's, that's a goal that I, I need to figure out a way to not have you say... DC TV or podcast so much. I think that's
1: the challenge. I think that's my amount Everest. And we're a part of the DC TV podcast network. So if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, DC Films, and classic DC TV shows, subscribe to our DC TV podcast mega feed and follow at DC TV podcast on Twitter and like DC TV podcast on Facebook. Nailed it. I'm getting so much better at that. Nailed Maybe it was because it. I had to say mixy as all episodes so it was like that whatever was, this is this that was is a breeze yeah if you were here in my apartment with me you would see me doing like these weird like like hand gestures <laughs> <laughs> that go along with it <laughs> like i'm like vanna white over here
5: the TV podcast network has added two new shows which i know morgan especially <laughs> is no
1: <in> <laughs> <laughs> so excited about um okay whew <laughs> and <laughs> I saw that block of text. I know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> I have been, I have been training. I have been waiting for this moment. So if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, I Zombie, DC films, classic DC TV shows. And the upcoming Black Lightning, Krypton, and Teen Titan show. Oh my God, stop making these shows. <laughs> I'm going to start like writing letters to the CW. <laughs> like, dear CW, if you greenlight one more superhero show,
0: I might not make it. <laughs> when I had to do it recently, I mangled the word subscribe. That's a hard word to say sometimes. For me, it's the
1: DCTV podcast. I, I just feel like there's just something about having to say that like 12 times in a row <laughs> that just like breaks a part of my spirit. <laughs> you know when you say a, a, like a word a lot and it loses all meaning to you? <laughs> uh,
0: by the end, I was like, what is DC TV podcast? <laughs> it doesn't seem as much if you break it. You got to break it down. You got to break it down.
1: You got to take, you got to take it. A- a deep breath <laughs> uh, much like Kara in this issue I fa- had to find the strength in myself all along <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to get through the list
1: I just believed in myself really hard
3: during during
0: that <laughs> You've you've gone through your training, and you've you've gotten to a place where you um, feel more at peace, and you've you've found your chi. Did I not tell you about that trip I just took to China? <laughs> <laughs> Supergirl Radio is
1: part of the DC TV Podcast Network. So if you also like Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, Black Lightning, Krypton Titans, and classic DC TV <laughs> shows, you can subscribe to DC TV Podcasts on Apple Podcasts and follow at DC TV Podcasts on Twitter and like DC TV Podcasts on. Facebook. Facebook. I was trying something new there, which is to go
0: terrifyingly fast with the names. (laughs) It sort of (laughs) audibly sounded like when you're at the gym and someone (laughs) is on the treadmill and you maybe hit the speed on the treadmill too many times and it goes a little too, like too fast for you to keep up with. It's amazing because that's the exact experience I was going for.
1: <laughs> super grow. Gosh, I scrolled past it. Uh, <laughs> I was so ready to be super professional and then I just kept scrolling. It's, a, it's uh, a long
0: Google Doc, to be fair.
1: It is. It is. Uh, we are on page 10 of 12. <laughs> You can subscribe to DC TV podcast on Apple Podcasts and follow at DC TV Podcasts on Twitter and like DC TV Podcasts on Facebook. Uh, and now that they keep announcing new shows, um, I'm dying a little inside. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm I mean, with all of guys.
0: <laughs> I should maybe put uh, Swamp Thing in there uh <laughs> star girl batwoman batwoman uh oh the, god how many shows can there be the
1: alfred pennyworth <laughs> show i'm gonna i'm writing dc a strongly worded letter about how many shows they're producing because i don't like it <laughs>
0: I have to tell you, Morgan, I'm not a viewer of Legends of Tomorrow, but I like listening to the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Watch the show or don't, but definitely listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps me up to date with everything about Legends. Maybe one day I'll start watching the show. We're not saying saying don't watch the show, but we are saying do listen to the podcast
1: regardless. <laughs> it has been much improved uh, from season one. So if you were watching in season one and you were like, eh, I would recommend giving our podcast another try. Uh, you can watch the show or not watch the show, but you should definitely
0: listen to our podcast. <laughs> that, should, that should be the tagline for the Legends of Tomorrow podcast.
1: Yes. I'm sure that Legends of Tomorrow, like the show, would be super happy about our catchphrase. <laughs> There's no better time, really, to catch up on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast than after the season is over. The same way I recommend you to, to listen to it, whether or not you watch the show, I would recommend you to start it when the season's over you don't have to binge watch the show but it is on netflix if you want to watch the show you know just so you can enjoy the podcast more (laughs) i mean that is available for you so maybe you should listen to the legends of tomorrow podcast rebecca does and she doesn't even watch the show so that's how good it is i have not been watching but i (laughs) do listen to the podcast (laughs) if you're not current with Legends of Tomorrow, but you're like, I really want to listen to the podcast. I'm going to tell you a secret. You can just listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's fine.
0: <laughs> I wrote a review, a iTunes review for Legends of Tomorrow podcast. I'm going to play favorites. It's my new favorite review. <laughs> <laughs> it's succinct, it's to the
1: point, it tells you all you need to know. She doesn't watch the show, she does listen to the podcast. So if you try to watch Supergirl, last week or this week and you're like what's this show
0: let's do a podcast instead i like the idea that that somebody stumbled onto legends of tomorrow and was just so angry like right like what is this i'm just worried for the people who might get hooked on legends of tomorrow while supergirl's on the break and then who might get upset when supergirl comes back and legends of tomorrow is not and then on. they're gonna be like
1: Oh, man, where's Legends of Kamaru go? (laughs) And it's Supergirl. And it's just everybody's always going to be disappointed. Just get yourself prepared for that. (laughs) We are planning sometime this week to record our big season three wrap-up episode. So that should be dropping uh, sometime this week or this weekend. We're going to go through all the episodes. It's on Netflix. So, I mean, you could watch it before then. <laughs> or you can do it in this way. Also, you want to get a little taste of what the season's going to be like, you can listen to a wrap-up episode. <laughs> then you can just decide which episodes to watch on Netflix. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. I don't know your life. Uh, we did just do a live show that was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people showed up, even though
0: we forgot the password to our <laughs> own email account. I would buy a t-shirt so fast it said, Legends of Tomorrow Podcast colon. We'll do an episode. I mean, it tells you who we are, and it tells you what we're maybe going to do at some point (laughs) if you want to go back and listen
1: to some of the old episodes you should check that out
0: yeah you just go back and binge listen to the episodes of the season you don't even have to watch the show you can just listen to those episodes if
1: rebecca is living proof (laughs) that you can just listen to the podcast you don't have to watch the show listen to our podcast the show is kind of optional
5: that was the cold open (laughs) like it ended on cara being like well, guess I'm useless here, Supergirl.
0: <laughs> Supergirl's Earth, which is apparently Earth 38 uh, according to the Berlantiverse, it's located near hell, which I thought was very <laughs> concerning. And I did laugh about how Kara sort of gave Monel the it's not you it's me speech, but she but she said it like it's not your job it's the way you are. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that was that was great. Like she she did it completely wrong. It was like it's not you. It's a hundred percent your personality,
0: though. <laughs> so if you're wondering what the um, the anti life equation is, it's loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair plus uh, self worth divided by <laughs> mockery. <laughs> divided, by con- <laughs> divided by condemnation, divided by misunderstanding, times guilt, times shame, Uh-oh. times failure, times judgment. and Or it says something like, judgment equals Y, Y equals, or no, I'm getting myself confused. Y equals hope, N equals folly, love equals lives, life equals death self equals dark side and I was like what is this the next episode is called Mr. and Mrs. Mix Yes Pitalik I had to think about that really hard before I said it the official description reads quote when Mr. Miss Yes Mr. Missy I'm not gonna have to practice it right now this is good practice Mr. Mix Yes Pitalik uh, guest star Peter Gadio a magical imp shows up on earth and declares his love for Kara she tries to let him down easy thinking him harmless However, he decides it's a challenge and starts to wreak havoc on National City. Monel has seen beings like Mr. Pitalik on Daxam and knows how dangerous they can be. He and Kara argue over how to get rid of Mr. Ms. They put that name <laughs> so in here so many times.
1: <laughs> no other ship is as important to me now as Kara Orange Juice.
0: She like she she took that orange juice in. She enjoyed that glass of orange she juice. She was
1: loving that orange yeah. juice. <laughs> and if somebody says I'm not into you. Like, do not fill their f- apartment with flowers and like make it into a, a giant parasite monster just so you can spend time with them. It's not cute. No one thinks that's cute. No one's going to be into that. No one is into a parasite monster. That is the <laughs> lesson of the episode. We can, we can all take
0: something from that. That's okay. At least you watched it. Can you imagine if I had not watched it and I just
1: put <laughs> it on the You're podcast? Like, I'm just going to wing it.
0: He asked my way through. <laughs> oh, yeah. on else garbage. That, that would actually be a really fun podcast episode, though.
1: <laughs> we never say who it is that has <laughs> seen it. <and> we <laughs> yes. know the stars pick it up.
0: <laughs> At the end of the Supergirl episode, she goes into this coma world and somebody's like, hey, you're on. And she's like, on what? Like, she has no idea where she is, what she's doing. And by the beginning of the Flash episode, she is... <laughs> it cracked me up she had fully committed to this nightclub singer act <laughs> that she was in and uh that made me laugh a lot
5: she did have a fabulous updo though that last scene where she's on the, she's on the, she's on the conference call with John i was like Morrison's working the updo like she
1: looks, really, she looks really good the really old comics that i was reading he was like a straight up jerk <laughs> like at one point he thinks that uh, Lena is is Supergirl. And so suddenly he's like macking on Lena, like right in front of oh. of, uh, of Linda, like they're in the front seat. She's in the back seat kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching this episode, I was like classic Malvern. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody shows up looking like an evil queen from a Disney movie, maybe do <laughs> trust them like that's just sort of my uh like life philosophy but like Lena was like no cool you look like you're gonna murder me with an apple I like it I'm in (laughs) (laughs) what Lena wants so badly is like a mother figure and Rhea is just giving that to her in like spades to the point where like Rhea is being super shady but Lena is like She's proud of me. Like <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's just overwhelming. Like the thing in the back of her head that's like, she is going to murder the world. But Lena's like, but she's proud of me. It's so nice to have Cat Grant back. Um, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew how much I missed her, but I didn't realize like how much I missed her until like she like comes striding on Air Force One. Somehow, like, without any explanation. And I was like, that feels
0: right. That feels correct. That was uh, very different that she could uh, produce an air with hair.
5: A literal hair air. Hair
1: Hair 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 (laughs) air. Hashtag hair (laughs) air.
5: (laughs) I almost kind of feel like Stefan from SNL. Supergirl's hottest episode is resist. (laughs) 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 This episode had everything. Cat Grit. Alex being badass jumping off a building. <laughs> Lily and Luther. Hair Babies. Episode 2. The Pod Strikes Back. Two Pod, Too Furious. Supergirl
0: Season 3.
5: This time it's pods and all.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. That was solid. That was solid. Morgan, what would you uh, grade it on a... Uh, I, I guess we're going to go letter grade here. Um, what would you give it? And I was going to grade it in emojis.
1: <laughs> oh, do, do the emojis too. That's fine. Heart emoji. Thumbs up emoji, crying emoji, <laughs> and uh, panda bear emoji.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> Make
5: of that what you will. There were down times where they're changing the lighting or the camera, and she'd be sitting behind her desk, and she'd be on her phone, and she would say something like, oh, Harrison just sent me a picture of the dogs. And I'm like, oh, Harrison sent you a picture.
4: And <laughs> justice does Redesign all the costumes. Like, characters tend to look very different.
0: I have seen that Superman has, like, a weird thing around his chin, and I'm like, why does he need that?
1: I'm very excited about two things in this episode. One is that Livewire is back, and two is that it is directed by. Rebecca Johnson. I know, isn't that exciting? <laughs> I really want to have Rebecca Johnson on the podcast so that Rebecca Johnson
0: can interview Rebecca Johnson. And Morgan, you'll have to remind me to uh, continue to rag on Carly for not having seen Supergirl <laughs> in the movie. I actually <laughs> you, you you haven't either? What are, what are we do what are we even doing here? What are we doing here?
2: Following Morgan on Twitter is Great too. I just followed her at Mojotastic on Twitter, and someone just paypal me like five hundred dollars. So yeah. go follow her.
1: I have a lot of money from that that uh, TV studio I won in that poker <laughs> game. So <Nice>. I'm. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm like gonna
0: send you money to follow me on Twitter, but I'm not saying it's not gonna happen. Does that mean if you want it in a poker game that Morgan Glennon is not your real name? Um, uh, yeah, this, that's 100% what I'm saying. <laughs> Every Morgan you're gonna meet is gonna have that same
1: story.
4: That's what happened to Morgan Freeman.
1: Uh. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if you're going to be in like a weird gold metallic bikini, why are you also in, like, a full-length, like, like a cape that goes all, all over your arm? It's, like, more like a cloak. Like, why? Like, is it cold, or are you hot? Like, what <laughs> What weather conditions is your costume is preparing so you
0: for? This is the uh, first issue of Daring New Adventures of Supergirl, and uh, so in this story... Gail Marsh, who we know as Psy. She her character origin in this one is that she's from Skokie, Illinois. Very specifically Skokie, Illinois. I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ignorance here. Is that a real is that a real place? You know, I'm gonna show ma- that- my ignorance. I think it I think it is. My initial thought was Cause yes. Cause it feels like it could either A
1: be a real place or B be a completely made up place and I wouldn't know the difference with that name. Let me see. I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah, it's I, real. I, okay, I'm just, just I'm, I'm seeing, seeing that for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shout out it's to real. all of our listeners in Skokie, Illinois. Skokie. <laughs> <laughs> holding it down, size so holding it down for you.
3: And at that point, Rain's like, "Okay, you know what? You know what? You actually just hurt one of my girls, so we're gonna stop.
1: <laughs> Squad and... out, <laughs>
3: right? <laughs> you
4: know, she kind of." turns to the person who can't be there she's surrounded by all these people who can be there for her who are there for her, but the one person um she can't be with is Monel. so that she kind of looks inward and kind of looks to where he is which is in her heart and then that's really car's heart telling her wake up keep going you're stronger than this you're, you're gonna make it through this um and in a way i found that really beautiful to me it's so much more than Oh, Monel, you know, she's in love with Monel. He had to be the one that you know, that, that got her through this. It's it's not that, it's that he is kind of the vessel for that 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 message that everyone's trying to tell her. And she has to look inward and, and kind of accept it herself. No one can really tell you when to stop grieving, when to be okay. It's something that we all have to come to on our own execution of that I thought was really really well done
1: really I just want to give it up to Melissa Benoist that scene at the end with uh, with her and Alex where where Alex is kind of talking her down and, and kind of encouraging her to get back up and, and deal with Sai like she had this look on her face that like for a moment she was so vulnerable and so like she was like a kid she was like this child that was just so beat down by what she was feeling and just that look on her face I was like oh my god this woman is so talented I can't take it and then, you know, the way she gets back up and, and pulls herself together, I, I was just so impressed with her. He drops her off at her aunt's house. She then lives with her aunt. Why wasn't her aunt, was her aunt at the, the bridal shower? She's <sighs> like, her, her, her dad, who is like a straight up uh, jerk, it, she invites because she like wants to give it a shot. Like her aunt, who like for all intents and purposes, as far as we know, like, Pretty chill letting her live there, like, raising her. Where's auntie? Cut over to a corner where, like, there's, like, a lady who kind of looks like her, just shaking her head sadly, (laughs) drinking a big glass of
0: wine. That's all I (laughs) needed. Maybe the aunt was dead. Maybe the aunt physically could not be there. (laughs) Just, Just... Really couldn't make it.
1: <laughs> really couldn't make it. Maybe there's somebody in the corner. It turns out they've got like they're holding like a laptop and Skyping in. She's holding <laughs> a big glass of wine. She's shaking her head. <laughs> Whenever we see somebody get kind of close to Kara's secret identity, she's usually like she's like, Shut it down, no, that's not me. And this point she was just like this guy there's no talking to this guy. So I'm just gonna lean all the way into this thing. Like, I am your god. Stop burning down
0: buildings. <laughs> and like, that didn't even work. Miracles are things that, you know, they don't happen all the time. That's why they're a miracle. So when James is talking about Kara or Supergirl as a miracle, I was, I was, <laughs> I was like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because Supergirl flies around National City all the time. <laughs> Supergirl is like, always around.
1: She's like a daily occurrence. She's around so much that they made a cult out of all the people that she saved. <laughs> yes. And the cult basically was relying on her always being around to save other people so that they could indoctrinate more people into the cult. Like that was the whole premise of the cult. At Aldu said, am I the only one who finds uh, who finds it funny that Sam has that big house, and yet she's making billionaire Lena Luther sleep on the couch, Le- uh, like
0: laughing emoji, hashtag rain is evil. Her, her villainous ways are that she puts people on the couch instead of offering uh, a guest bedroom. She is a monster.
2: <laughs> I thought he was going to get his nose broken. Yeah. Cuz when Car kisses someone, she breaks their nose.
1: That was going to be the origin story of that of that comment. I have a lot of questions about um, most of the cast and whether or not they are all homeless because we have, we have seen so
0: so few homes. Barry and Iris had these really sweet vows that they you know Barry had talked about how he had written up all these pages and he had been dreaming about doing this for a long time and he had all this stuff to say and it was really nice and the only thing that this crossover had to do in order to be absolutely perfect in my opinion was to stick the landing on the barry and iris wedding that was the heart of the whole thing was for them to get married and i just thought it was the the rudest thing that anybody could possibly do would be to like hey i'm gonna take over your wedding and make it my wedding lena
1: looks over at james James looks over at Lena. Neither of them have any expression on their face. And then Cara pops up and she was like, girl, the, you could cut the tension with a knife. <laughs> and I'm like, what tension? She might have been looking at the cheese plate for all she had a reaction. <laughs> I think she would have been looking at the cheese plate more lovingly. At Madtown Davidson said, Can we please start a pool on how long it will take the writers to completely drop the James Lena thing like a hot potato? I say three episodes. By episode uh, 12, James will be dating a yoga instructor who is secretly an alien assassin sent by shadowy forces to kill Guardian. I mean I would watch that episode. Where
0: is that episode? <laughs> Why is that not an episode? I love Cara and Alex together. I love watching them interact
3: because the and in real life they're I mean, both in their their relationship is so sisterly, you know, and it's so loving. And I mean, I have a sister too. So I, I love that relationship
0: and so Midvale, I really love that episode because I do like the idea of when you're, you know, when things are going wrong, you can always go home. The official description reads, quote, As Rain continues to terrorize the city, Supergirl teams up with Saturn Girl, and the two recruit Supergirl's former enemies, Livewire and Psy, to form a team for a mission to Fort Roz to recover a prisoner who has information on how to defeat Rain once and for all. Meanwhile, Alex babysits Ruby. <laughs> that description like it was it was going to some really cool places. And then it kind of petered out. <laughs> really <weird>. <laughs> Meanwhile, adventures <laughs> in babysitting.
3: I don't know if reverse bullying is the right way to go, but it was funny.
0: She put uh, Erica Morrison in her place. <laughs> she did. That little girl is <laughs> never gonna do anything like that again. I don't know
3: if she's gonna uh, touch her phone for like three weeks. <laughs>
0: she she is gonna throw that phone in the trash. When he comes into Catco and he's like, Look, what after I talked with you and you told me to spend time in hell or whatever she said to him. I got in my car and it went out of control, and I almost died. I mean, he was putting the pieces together. Yeah, he was like, "I got into my car, and then it tried to drive me directly to hell." <laughs> so
1: it was so rough to to watch that car basically completely flips her opinion about whether or not she <laughs> can be saved. She's like, before she's like, "No, no, no I know that the, I I feel like there's a good person inside of her," and after that, she's like. Oh, what did you just say to my sister? And, like, she just starts taking her earrings off. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got to be pretty bad uh, to get Kara to be like, you know what? Maybe you can't be saved because you're real nasty. <laughs> they just accept it that he's, like, in the wind, like, really fast. They're like, well, you know what? Nothing you can do about it. <laughs>
0: Well, it, it is it is unfortunate because Alex did find him at one point. I, I get it. Like, I, I drop projects really at the
1: drop of a hat. <laughs> True. I can't stick with anything. I That's why I'm a very bad video game player. I just, like, leave my video game characters in corners to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, I,
0: like, like, Alex, I get it. When you go out and cosplay as Supergirl, what is the best part of that experience? Do you have any, like... Uh, fun stories that go along with that or or what's what's what what is it like being Supergirl I guess is what I'm asking it is basically the same as being me except (laughs) completely different (laughs) you just know that everyone recognizes who you are and that's completely different from when I'm me (laughs) You know, nobody knows who I am. You have a secret identity is what you're saying. Basically, basically. <laughs>
3: I'm be- being called on the carpet because a lot of my ideas I just presented were actually mentioned to me by my daughter. Word for word. And so she definitely <laughs> wants credit. So Lily Wilson is here. Hi. And she, uh, she, the ideas about Streaky in the present day that I were presenting was I got them from her.
0: Thank you. And I think they could still have her have a cat that just lives in her apartment. Yeah, just hangs out with her. Just hangs out occasionally, fights crime, mostly sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) I think Streaky is a little bit uh, more intelligent than Crypto on a lot of occasions, uh, even though Crypto is the more experienced superhero.
1: That's going to be a hot take. We're going to (laughs) get tweets about this. (laughs) Part of karaoke or karaoke. Thank <laughs> you is that there's a strategy to what song you sing. You know who I would suggest um, never trying uh, attempting to sing would be a Florence and the Machine song? Yes. I'm not saying
0: that from a mistake that I made in the (laughs) past. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there as a general disclaimer. I thought the moment when Supergirl tries to encourage Marin was really beautiful and I thought it was a very Supergirl thing for her to say. She says, I know how hard it is when everything we know to be true changes but sometimes all we can do is just accept the way things are and make the best of it and uh, sometimes that is true I, I think sometimes you, you want to try to do everything you can to to make things better but sometimes there are situations where you can't and so in that case you just have to try to do your best and I thought that was really great that she tried to encourage him to do that, and I think he ends up taking that advice.
1: We're good at giving other people advice, but we're not good at taking our own advice. <laughs> that's that's very true. And this
3: was, and that actually was the lesson that she should have been learning too, with Monel and how she can't change, you know, what happened
1: with him, and she was sort of telling him the lesson that. She was
0: also needing to learn. Piggly Wiggly, as far as I know, is more of a southern franchise of stores. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Well, I know Piggly Wiggly because when I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, we had Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly is like a, a little grocery store. Basically, it's a supermarket. I don't I don't know if they have them anywhere else regionally in the country, but I know for sure they have them in Alabama. So uh, I, I thought that was strange because I thought National City was supposed to be like West Coast. So that I'm going to have to look and see if piggly wigglies are out in the California area I was I was I was surprised I was like piggly wiggly What are they talking about Piggly Wiggly
1: for? Okay, so I have done the important research that everybody wants to know. Good. Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Minnesota, Missouri, Mississippi, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia. I have indeed not missed a Piggly Wiggly. At Shop 23 said, I know they are insanely evil, but the world killers are pretty amazing. Car needs, uh, Car really needs to come around on the idea of for the greater good for this Trinity. Also,
0: I've seen crazier things than brainy and a piggly wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It kind of shocked me that both Julia and Sam were left-handed. I didn't even notice that. No, no disrespect to my Southpaw people no disrespect (laughs) but it is a little unusual to see at least for me i've never seen uh you know multiple characters in a scene who are left-handed before uh except for the only i guess the only (laughs) other exception is that most muppets are (laughs) left-handed if you see a muppet like playing the guitar or something it's usually like playing a left-handed guitar because the puppeteers have to use the right hand for other things. What if that is the foreshadowing and then by the end of the season Rain just turns
1: into a Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we were we were afraid of her this whole time, but look at how cute she is now. Lena even had like a spray by her bed. It reminded me of like when um, <laughs> when my mom's dog, when, when uh, she first adopted him, he would bark at everything. He still does, so none of this worked by the way. But uh, <laughs> we had a trainer go like, when he barks, just spray a little water at him or like spray a little lemon at it, like in his mouth. And so he, he would just run away. But it reminded me of that. Like, no, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no rain. <laughs> well, it worked. Rain left the apartment. She flew out of there. So he's always just there spraying like kryptonite in her face going, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they train
1: rain <laughs> in this show. Everyone knows except one person, and so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's not like she's very precious
0: about her alter ego. She told when in the pilot episode, first episode.
1: <laughs> James was being like very chill about her situation. He was just kind of like, you know what, you have to do. And I was like, is it m- murder? <laughs> is that is that the side that you're coming down
2: on? Rain doesn't give a. <laughs> And I'm sure Rebecca's going to do an unnecessary bleep anyway because she can.
0: (laughs) Maybe Kara was actually going to say to him, like, Hey, I really appreciate you telling me the truth about how you feel, but you know what? I got over you. Maybe
1: she was going to caress his beard gently, stare into his eyes and go get out of here <laughs> at Brooklyn biker uh, underscore biker said, wouldn't Clark want to meet his aunt or at least say goodbye to his cousin. I realized they probably couldn't get the actor, but maybe mention him a bit more.
0: I imagine <laughs> that Cara sent like a group text to Eliza and to Clark and some of these other people like, Hey, I'm going on a vacation. I'll talk to y'all later.
1: <laughs> like, like a group email, <laughs> like not even, not even a personal email, like a group email that she sent out <laughs> before she left. Clark is, like, replying all, like, excuse me, all (laughs) caps, but it's, like, too late now. They wanted to talk about gun control, but they didn't necessarily want to talk about gun control in the world of Supergirl. They wanted to talk about gun control in the world that we are all living in, which is fine, except that
0: you are in Supergirl, (laughs) and that's the world you have to tell stories in. This is going to be the penultimate episode of Supergirl Season 3. It's going to be a chance to say that word a lot. I'm very excited about it. Next week's podcast is just going to be us saying the word penultimate a whole bunch of times. You don't get to say it very much. So we're going to have to capitalize on it, Morgan. This is our moment. <laughs> this <laughs> is our time. Her decision to go back home,
1: maybe forever? Question mark shrug. <laughs> <laughs> happened in the first maybe four minutes of the episode, like right after she was like, okay, took care of rain. Goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so, so sorry. What is happening? <laughs> Kara's goodbye to Lena happened during a music montage. <laughs> this is a huge thing that her her people and her mom are alive. Did she spend more than
0: two scenes with her mother in the whole episode? Well, I mean, Allura was present in scenes, but technically it fair. she was technically <laughs> present <laughs> and available. Uh, we got more about the gazebo her friend was building
1: (laughs) Then we got about allura and listen like i'm on record erica durance is not my favorite actress i'm literally like why isn't she in this more (laughs) (laughs) you've made a storytelling mistake when that is my reaction (laughs) (laughs) the blood thing made me a little angry at supergirl because it seems so stupid they're like what we need is that blood and she's like really do you want it and they're like yeah and I was like okay she's gonna like burn it up now and then she tossed it to them (laughs) at SL Fricky said what did Coville think would happen Selena didn't even give him fancy cult robes to wear that's when you know you're in with him here's a question you have to ask yourself do you have a hood (laughs) they're like on mondays we wear black hoods
0: (laughs) supergirl also in the trailer is like i don't kill and i'm like cara we've been through this you've definitely accidentally (laughs) offed a couple of people over this the course of this show (laughs) your moral choices i don't really know that i trust them it's like listen listen, cara Make better choices. (laughs) Make better choices.
1: When James is saying all you need is a shield, like, it felt like that was what they want to say. But when you say all you need is a shield and then you show somebody with a shield getting blasted by, like, three people and then dying, (laughs) I feel like you're also making the opposite point. And I don't understand why. like... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so tiring. If you guys are going to do metaphors, and it's fine, you can do those, but you, you're going to
0: want to stick through the metaphor. <laughs> and Alora says, we've, we've rebuilt nothing.
1: Alora's like, listen, we don't do that here. We don't build things unless they're gazebos. <laughs> I, I'm, still, I'm still holding out for the gazebo to be very, very important.
0: This would have been the perfect setup. For director bones
1: i know i thought that exact thing too like what if he like took her hand and he was like i'm stepping down as director and then out of the shadows comes director <laughs> bones
0: <laughs> so what are your thoughts on uh, t coville t co coming back oh, from the dead oh so he's dead now though right <laughs> so jordan what's an episode in season three that you're like Man, this this episode's not getting enough love.
4: Just to counter you, because I did love the episode, not Kansas. <laughs> That's okay. So I guess I'll throw that one in now too, given that given that you named it in the last category.
0: We can disagree; it's fine. Um, so <laughs> I'm 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 actually glad someone enjoyed enjoyed that episode. <laughs> there was
1: never any really explanation for why for like the rivalry just popped up out of nowhere, and Morgan Edge and Lena Luther just kind of hated each other, and then it just escalated real quick. <laughs> It just spiraled to a dark place. Like, he was like, I'm going to poison
0: the city. It's like, really? Why? <laughs> Didn't he, like, put her on a plane and try to, like, to crash
1: it? He tried to crash her in a plane. And I was like, I mean, I need more lead up to this.
0: <laughs> the original Brainiac was a Kaluan scientist who had an unhealthy addiction to shrinking planets and putting them in bottles, um, and a monkey that he talked to, which was really a way for him to do his exposition. So
3: uh, Otto Binder brought in Coco as a way for him to do his ex, ex, position uh without uh without seeming completely insane although he's pretty
0: insane
2: already
0: (laughs) so i don't know how much the monkey helps i should mention that nate discussed a minute from superman versus the elite during dc cinematic minutes minute by minute live show in denver recently
4: thank you for bringing that up it was uh it it was weird because we were doing that show and um i think Like the morning, Mark and I were like getting just everything together. He sent me the text. He's like, Hey, uh, Rebecca wants you to go talk about Manchester Black. Um, How is that? How is this happening right now? (laughs) And it was just, it was such the weirdest timing, Um, you know. But planets are in retrograde. Everything happens for a reason, right? Superboy and Supergirl had microscopic surgery
3: to forget the
0: Legion when they oh. got sent back to their own time. That is severe.
3: Shrinking Violet shrunk down to microscopic size and implanted a kryptonite capsule in a part of their brain that housed the memories of the Legion. Wow.
0: That is that is some kind of surgery.
4: <laughs> the Silver Age was wild, Rebecca.
0: <laughs> in an attempt to uh, to shoot Agent Liberty, uh, Lockwood puts up a force field to protect himself, and Devlin ends up shooting himself in the face. I thought he was their number one agent. He was the best <laughs> of the best. You managed to get gift on Tumblr uh, with over 9,000 notes. <laughs> can I put that? I mean, I'm just asking, but can I put I'm a GIF on my resume? <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that a skill? Is that something that I should be proud of? Because I'm so proud of it. What we're saying really is we would like to be gifted more. We would just like to almost exclusively to be (laughs) gifted.
3: Hope is about looking at what is, acknowledging the challenges and difficulties, but imagining what could be, what could happen, where we could go. Hope is the ability to believe that something good is ahead. And the moment that you stop believing that is the moment that you lose hope. Because hope is not, in my judgment, based on what's going on. Like if someone says, you know, I saw the news today, and because of that, I lost hope. Well, that's not hope. Hope is not dependent on specific circumstances. Hope is that steadfast sense that something good is still ahead, no matter what has already happened. Now, I think that is the incredible power of a character like Superman and why characters like Superman and Supergirl are so important. You know, Superman used to have that title. We don't use it anymore. He used to be called the man of tomorrow, the man of ideals, the man that embodies where we are going. And I think we need more of that. I think in our society today, we need more stories that embody who we could be, where we could go. And I think when these characters do that, when Superman, when Supergirl do that and paint us that sort of picture, then they effectively give us that sense of hope because obviously we're looking at characters who have superpowers that we don't have. But the truth is, is that every single one of us are carrying our superpower in our pocket with our little phones. We're walking around with more power today than than human beings have ever had before our ability to create change to create movement to have influence to make the lives of other people different we are living in an unparalleled time in history where you can do some things you could raise some money you could create an effort and really truly impact the lives of people on the other side of the world that's a superman thing that used to be relegated to a superman comic that Superman could save the lives of eight people on the other side of the world. Well, now, you can do that. Any day you want, any time you want. And you don't think you have superpowers? You do. Question is, what will you do with them?